This is episode 21 of the Home and Family Culture Podcast. This is Jody Chafee. I hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Home and Family Culture Podcast, where I discuss how families can discover and design their collective vision, values, beliefs, and traditions that influence their family culture. The purpose of my podcast is to interview experts who can offer tips and tools to aid families in the process of developing their family culture and also successful individuals whose success was influenced by their family culture. For more information or to subscribe, go to homeandfamilyculture.com or you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest at Family Culture Podcast and on Twitter at underscore Family Culture. You can tune in on my site or on the variety of podcast broadcasting apps like iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and even on YouTube. Just search Home and Family Culture with the ampersand between home and family culture. Please remember to like, comment, share, and rate on whatever medium you choose. I would love to hear from you. Ah, the New Year's resolutions. Isn't it funny how every 1st of January, it's like we're forced to reevaluate or take an inventory of our lives at this up to this point. I really enjoy looking back over this time and over the years and figuring out what it, what has been good, what I can improve on, and there's certainly nothing wrong with that. I think that resolutions have gotten a bad rap because I don't know, it's like people set these super high resolutions or really extreme goals and then they don't really set up any plan to accomplish them. And that's that's a shame. I think that's that's a pity. It's sad to think that we don't really believe in ourselves enough to accomplish these great things. And I keep hearing the same message that we think that we can accomplish more in a day than we can in a whole year. But in actuality, we need to be able to space out our goals and our accomplishments and our plans over the course of the year so that we can actually accomplish more. I'm not here to tell you whether or not you're going to keep your New Year's resolutions or anything like that. I just, when I think about New Year's resolutions, our goals, I just think about what what it has to do with our family culture. Because a lot of what I talk about on this episode, you know, is that we need to have a vision. We need to have goals. We need to be able to have the big picture in mind. We need to be able to sit down and talk about our family mission and the intentions that we have for our families. And so I think that it's an important topic and it's an important thing to discuss with our families is what we really do want to accomplish, what we hope to accomplish. And, and you know, that word hope is really, it really is very crucial in this perspective and this hope and the desires that we have for our families to be intentional, to become something that we envision in our minds as the power that we can be as a family. So I think about New Year's resolutions, and I just want to say, what what is it about our level of commitment? You know, what message are we sending to our families, to our children, when we set goals and we don't necessarily keep them? And I'm 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 as bad as anybody. I 
I really need, I really do want to talk about this so that I can work on it myself, you know? And I just ask myself, what does this say about my intentions for my family if I can't even keep my own intentions? And it really does take commitment. It takes consistency. And so that's something that as I as I've been writing my notes down and thinking about this episode and and you know my solo episode just just a few of my thoughts it's just a short episode just to put my thoughts out there and I hope that you find it helpful because I think that it's important that we be able to set goals with the intention and the hope of being able to accomplish them because I have found personally over the last few years that when I set a goal, that my anxiety, like, skyrockets. It just is through the roof, and and I just don't keep it just because of my anxiety. And it doesn't really even have anything to do with whether or not I believe in myself. It's almost like my perfectionism kicks in, and when I when I want to be perfect... Sometimes I think, well, I can't start until the situation is perfect or the circumstances are perfect or until I'm perfect. And, and then I'm always waiting for the right circumstances. But then when you think about it, those right circumstances won't happen until I create them. And the only way to create them is just start. And so that's something that I want to talk about too is to how to start. Because I think sometimes we have these big grand goals and ideas and then we get overwhelmed. And so that's something that I want to talk about that I, you know, I took a health class. One of the things that I like to do when I take this inventory each year and to, and to think about ways that I can improve. In my health class, it talked about six areas of health. And those are physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, social, and environmental and then they also suggest vocational or financial health. And what I like to do is I sit down and take an inventory of those six areas, seven areas of health, how I've been able to address those areas of my health in the previous year, what my priorities were, what I've accomplished, what I could improve on. And I write down a few things that I'd like to change or a few goals, some of my values around each of those areas of health, and my responsibilities around each of those areas of health. With that list, I pick one or two that I want to prioritize as most important for my well-being under each category. Then for each of those most important items, I decide on one or two practical action items that will help me reach that goal. It's a good idea to break down those action items into incremental steps. For example, let's say, in my imagination, that I want to run a half marathon in November, but I don't even run now. If my plan is to get up and run 5 or 10 miles this week, that might be a really tall order and I will probably quit. The first step might actually be to lay my running shoes out where I can see them, and for the first week, just put them on each day. Then the second week, I'll go for a short walk each day. Then the third week, I'll go for a walk and then jog intermittently until I get out of breath. And then I just keep growing that goal each week until I reach my goal. Let's say my goal is to write a book. That's pretty intimidating. But the first week, my action step could be to just open my computer at the same time every day. Then the second week, 
I open my computer and sit down for 10 minutes to write out some thoughts each day. Then I'll work my way up to 30 minutes or an hour every day until I have the habit down. Still, I don't expect to get com- too comfortable. Give me a false sense of comfort in the habit because it's still easier to quit than it is to keep going. My sister told me about a talk she heard about setting a goal to make scripture study a part of your daily routine. On the first week, you just look at the scriptures each day. Then the following week, you touch them. Then you open them. Then you read a verse. So each week, you make a little more progress until you reach your goal. Small progress is better than no progress, and consistency is more powerful than being sporadic. This is a really important lesson that I have learned. It is better to clean my house for 15 minutes a day than nothing. (laughs) And maybe that's telling of what my house looks like. But if I expect every day to clean for an hour, I am going to hate it. But if I just take 15 minutes every day and make just a little bit of progress, the progress is progress, and it's better than nothing. Commitment is crucial to progress. Commitment and consistency. In the 12-week year, I learned that you can accomplish more in a 12-week period than you can in a whole year if you choose one goal, spell out specific actions for each week, and establish accountability. Then, be committed and consistent. 12 weeks sounds like a short period of time, but I find It is easier to lose focus after only a few weeks. So staying committed is crucial. And it's easier to stay committed for 12 weeks than 12 months. I wanted to say one more thing too about this movie that I just saw. That if you have not seen it, I won't spoil anything for you, but you need to go see it. It's The Greatest Showman. And the reason why I bring it up in this episode and about family culture is... So the movie starts out talking about Barnum's dreams, you know, that he has a vision and he sings this beautiful song about his million dreams and the world that they will design, a world that they dream of, that they will create. And it was so amazing to me that when you think about that and the concept of our family culture and, and you know, when my husband and I got married... I know we felt that way, that we are creating a family. We're going to design a family and a future and that we are in it together no matter what. And so it was just a beautiful, oh, it's such such a beautiful song. And then into the movie, um, Barnum hasn't realized his dreams yet, but his daughters had picked up on this vision that he and his wife had and they start singing the same song and it's so stirring the way that they it's just so beautiful they sing it and it's a song that I'm sure that you know they'd heard their parents singing and and knew that their parents had a vision of a life that they wanted to create for their family and so it was just it was just so inspiring and and so to me that's what family culture is about that Whatever it is that you're doing, even though he, they hadn't reached their goals yet, they hadn't uh, realized their dreams, it was still a part of their family culture. And, and you could see it in how they interacted with each other, 
that their life was a dream, their life was about their potential and what and knowing that they had that potential brought happiness and joy and peace into their family. And so it just that's what I think that this message is really about is that you know when we have a vision, when we have goals, we have dreams, those million dreams that we have, our family can feel them and they can sense them and it becomes part of our family culture. And so as I, as we look to 2018 now and the goals and the dreams that we may have and I just I just pray that my our families and our children really pick up on them and that they know that is a part of who we are. Make sure you check out my posts on how to maximize your time for more of my thoughts on keeping your goals. There will be a link in my show notes for this episode, but you can go to homeandfamilyculture.com. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to go to my show notes, like I said, homeandfamilyculture.com. You can also find me on Instagram and Facebook and Pinterest at Family Culture Podcast and on Twitter at underscore Family Culture. Happy New Year, everybody.